Yeah. Jeff. Yipper. <laughs> Breaks. Yes. And Mahogany. Why do I have to go last? <laughs> okay, uh, Mahogany. Yay, I'm still last. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're just first for the next one way ahead of time. Yeah, or I, I go last because I, I just say who's here. You say it first, though. No, but I don't say, hey, it's say. me. Mm-hmm. It's me, it's Toker. It's a it's... me, Mahogany. <laughs> <laughs> hey, got it, Goop. I used to be pig face, but now I'm not. Thanks, Pathfinder. <laughs> I'm pretty so I, small. So I walk through the door and look at no the banter. frame. No, that's my banner. That's not that banter, Jeff. Banner. <laughs> that's not banter. You're skipping right past an integral part of this show. So you walk through the door and suddenly... <laughs> I can't believe it took us that long to warp wood. Hmm? I uh, ran. Was my suggestion? I was factoring in you guys having your little conversation downstairs. <sighs> anyway, if you were for the party, somebody should die. It should have been Jeff for haggling while a child's life was in the balance. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Actually, I look at it as me preventing a greater danger to the entire city if these flutes and things got taken and used by criminals. I'll be honest. Uh, I completely forgot about the fucking flutes. Yeah. Completely forgot about You know them. why? Because there's not a flute on this planet. This day. You know, oh, maybe we need the flutes to deal with these dire rats. Maybe this is a Todd Piper <laughs> uh, <laughs> setting. Of course. We just haven't put two and two together yet. <laughs> we just play it, look for the smallest large rat. That's our boy. We're looking for the biggest little rat you've ever seen. Quick, Jeff, return to the guy. We need the flutes so we can lay down some sick flute tracks to Jeff, lure these Jeff rats. tall shit. Yes. Flute solo! Some jazz flute. Mm. Uh, that's baby making music. Mm, what kind of babies? Oh, uh, yeah, nothing Rat gets you babies. pretty like shrill flute music. Hmm. All right, so we come in the room and we look for tr- uh, b- 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 clues. Oh, I thought you were committed to the bants. Okay, good. We're, we're, no. we're, we're going to do the game. Okay. Oh, this is the game. This is all jokes related to the game we're playing. We're not just yeah. talking about the next Blade movie. That's banter. Yeah, yeah. Banter is unrelated to the game. Once we start making fun of Jeff, it's the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Jeff, you've become the Kevin. No. Oh, my God. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> No, I'll, find, I'll, I'll find another Pathfinder game. Sorry. Yeah, I, you will say, I will say that. Hey, guys, I'm going home. Trying to uh, trying to inquisit while Jeff is also trying to inquisit. Real difficult. Mm-hmm. Real difficult. <laughs> you should have built a hitting stuff, Inquisitor. Well, let, let's let's do this. I'm not inquisiting. I'm investigating. <laughs> totally different. Totally yeah. different. It's amazing. Investigating is actually a real word. Inquisiting is not. <laughs> is it not? No, inquis- no inquisiting is like persecuting people that's um, against your religion. Investigating. No. Mm-hmm. no, that's that's what it became when Inquisitor became a, a, uh, a rank <laughs> yeah. within the church. Mm-hmm. Inquisitor Re- is to read ask. the class. Read the class again. <laughs> read it again. <laughs> read it again. Read it and weep. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, according to the, this, yes, but that's based off of the, the Inquisition. Yeah. Which is mm-hmm. translates to asking questions. But anyway, now I'm just being pedantic. <laughs> you, you don't get to make up new words to explain old ones. <laughs> that made up. <laughs> All words are made up, man. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That wasn't recently made. <laughs> but yes, uh, we look for clues. That's very perspicacious of you. All right. <sighs> so you step inside the tenement, and you can easily see that it's uh, it's not a huge place. It only really has uh, two bedrooms where the parents are and uh, where the children stay, presumably. And it's the children's room that has the enormous blood stain dried on the wood of the floor. Uh, Any signs of forced entry at the door? uh, Other than yours? Yes, there are. (laughs) (laughs) That was gently persuading wood to do what we want it to do. It wasn't forced. Gentle and air. I'm a wood whisperer. (laughs) Read the class, Jeff. Read the class. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I did. And you did exactly what you would do. (laughs) Whispering. Just like an inquisitor. Uh, I, I can't imagine what a druid is saying to a wood that's already been turned into something like, hey, uh, I know your life's kind of shitty now, and they kind of turned you into something pretty shitty. And Well, you know, maybe maybe you should just cry about it. Just, just, just warp a little, you know. <laughs> you show them who's boss. That's right. You don't have to stay in this form. You don't have to follow bend, those rules. Bend back to your more natural state. Yeah. Sorry and, we murdered you to make use of your corpse. <laughs> well, now you make it sound gross. Maybe they just used dead wood that was already fell from the tree. Nobody uses that. That's I know. That's yeah. stupid. That's stupid heavy talk. <laughs> that's that's how you get really shoddy construction materials. Yeah. Your log cabin's gonna last two months. Yeah. Mm, bark beetles. Um, so no signs of forced entry at the front door. No signs of forced entry at the front door. Uh, you see, make a actually. Let's see, make a make a perception check for me, or, investi- or investigate if you have that. I don't that think that's a skill in this particular game. Hmm. Which, it's which called perception. Yeah, I'm forgetting Nin- which game you ran. Shit. Okay. <laughs> Nineteen have, to look around. Do we have bennies? Huh? Two? Two? No, I'm afraid not two. 24. Yeah. 24 and 20. Okay, cool. No, 10. 10. Well, then I'm not asking you. Or I'm not talking. <laughs> um, 24 and 10, however. Um, uh, 24 and 20, not 10. Fuck you. Ah, fuck with your head. I'm in 19, there. 19, but we're close enough. Hey, whatever. I'm living in there rent free, baby. <laughs> Ren's like, look, a couch. <laughs> <laughs> With a two. But, so first to the 19. The 19. After you began looking around the area, you, you spot uh, underneath uh, a wooden piece, a, a piece of wooden furniture, in this case, uh, a bench that basically serves as a place to sit for the family. You find um, a small bundle of clothing. Mm-hmm. Um that is looks like sh- it's largely shredded 
And I'll investigate it. Sure. Step on Jeff's toes. <laughs> investigate, <laughs> investigate the clothing. When you investigate the clothing, you see that it is, it looks to be nothing more than a simple, like, ch- very small child size shirt and um, a nappy, a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes. Go ahead and investigate that. Go for it. <laughs> a diaper with. <laughs> A diaper with some use, but also a lot of tears. And uh, you you smell the distinct smell of... Boobies. Animal <laughs> urine on it, being a druid. It, you can <laughs> you can tell that um, there's a there, there's too much musk to this for this for a human to have been wearing this. This uh, tastes like a week old. <laughs> um, it's going north. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this information will help at all, but uh, this child was surprisingly well hung. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, look at how, look at the dent it made. Uh, look at the dent. <laughs> this puddle of animal urine, this huge sack. Of, that will actually be very helpful. We'll just look for a rat with giant balls. <laughs> crab walking around. It's too big to we need to find a three-year-old tripping over his enormous <laughs> dick. You know. <laughs> what, what, what are we talking about? I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> but the, the clothes are shredded, so is there like a... Uh, yes, it looks like... It, it looks like um, the clothes are shredded, but there is no blood, per se. It looks mm. like they were just shucked off in a, in a, in a lot of violent motion, kind mm. of confirming your theory about the child turning into a were-rat. Uh, the 24. 24. You get the um, the the odd sensation that you are being watched. I know if it's magical or if it's some um, somewhere from outside the window or inside the room. Look around the room, see if there, ah. if I can tell where it's coming from. You look around the room and you finally see that there is a standing um, bureau. Uh, uh, what, what do you call those things with the cabinets? A cab, dresser. Yeah, no. You wardrobe. See, wardrobe. A plain wooden wardrobe standing there. That in one of the doors, just out of the corner of your eye, you catch just a tiny bit of movement. In very calm voice, I go, "Child, come on out. Your own mother sent us here. We're here oh, to help flask you." Flask of alchemist fire at the wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Make, uh, I guess, diplomacy check. I don't know. Passing <laughs> away with this huge penis. <laughs> I don't know if you could diploma- diplomize a three-year-old, but it had never hurt to try. I've got animal handling. That's like a three-year-old, right? <laughs> I have handle animal and diplomacy. Mm. Uh-huh. Both of those are my best and, skills. All right. And I will, I will look. I will look over at Rain and go, please. Ask the child to come out. I will give you a plus two bonus on your diplomacy check for having handle animal skill. All right. Come on, baby. Ooh, that is 18. Synergies. I'm bringing them back. All right. Um, (laughs) You, uh, you, you begin talking toward the wardrobe as he indicated. And slowly, as you say, soothing, comforting, and easy to understand words. Um, the, the, the door cracks a little bit and you see what appears to be a dirt 
and blood-caked little boy uh, crouching nude inside the um, inside the wardrobe. Or, his eyes are wide. He seems to be terrified, and he doesn't seem to know what's going on. He goes, "Yes, yes. Where's my mommy?" I actually will hand him a little piece of food because I'm sure he's hungry, and give him like a little snack, something to chew on. All right. He tentatively takes it, but once he has it, he begins devouring it greedily. I am so glad we got your face fixed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been unpleasant to open your uh, your <laughs> the door to. Um, your mother is um is waiting for us. Um, yes, we do you will mind coming? You do you mind coming with us? And I, I actually will pull out a, a blanket and um, hand it over to him to wrap himself in. Yes, cover and, that huge penis. <laughs> and who's the strongest among us? I'm assuming Ryan is. Yeah, I would think so. Probably. Right. Um, Ryan, would you mind carrying the child with us as we go back to the um, the hospital? As long as he doesn't mind being carried. What do you say, right. little one? The the child is hesitant at first, but since you're the one that talked him out of this corner, he he nods, and you see like there's a dribble of snot running all the way down his mouth to his Ooh, chin. Never mind, he can stay. <laughs> which, which he casually snorts up in an epic journey from chin back to nostril. How, how is that worse than the penis comment? <laughs> it is though. It is though. No. <laughs> You see, his, his eyes become a little teary, and he's like, "I feel, I feel sick." Let us get us. Let's get you back to your mother, and hopefully, all will be well. All right. So how now. are you? How are you carrying this child? I am going to uh, let him on my I, shoulders. I, I said, I suggest swaddling him. Swaddle the shit out of him. It's going to be nighttime soon. He, he will. He will be. Moon. It, is, it will keep him comfortable. It will cover him so nobody else sees who he is. And we can travel fast and get him to the hospital as fast as possible. Sure, I'll do a swaddle, swaddle strapped to my back, but facing the other way, not facing me. Maybe you want it. going to papoose well, you, him. Because he's, well, you said about three years old? Yeah. Oh, perfect. All right. We roll right. him up in a rug and carry him out. Yeah. <laughs> Drop him from the window. You make a small child burrito out of the out of the kid. <laughs> you strap him to your back. Mm, burrito. And um, once you exit the, uh, the the tenement and head downstairs, you can see that the uh, the the three men who were guarding the door are back out front again, and it looks like they're jeering and yelling at once again. The reporter. <laughs> if you okay. want me to, I can run interference with her as you take him let, to the hospital. Let us, let us both run interference. And um, y'all go straight to the hospital. Make sure as soon as you get there, they understand what's going on. The temple should already be sending someone there for his dad. So, and I, I will speak this in. Do we know, um, do any of y'all know Gnome? Uh, I think I do. Let me see. I do. I would speak it at least in gnomish. Nope. In that um, way. No. Dwarven and or elvish. elvish. Gnomish or elvish. I know elvish. Elvin. Okay. So 
wink and then go off towards the lady so we can, and I'll, I'll look over at um, Fidelis and kind of go ready to have some fun yes let's bamboozle this bitch <laughs> okay um, you guys step out into the uh, into the afternoon slow fading afternoon light and, I, and I'm over my shoulder I will say rain as fast as you possibly can we do All not right. need this to turn into a street issue okay the um the woman and the men who are arguing re- recent uh, only recently all stop and look up at you and then the, the woman says all right maybe you can clarify what's going on here these men seem to be hiding something maybe they were involved in the kidnapping the men burst out into like just apocalyptic fucking anger after <laughs> And maybe you were involved. What? Because you are the one that's here harassing these gentlemen that live here. So, so um, you were so hungry for a story. You invented one when you had nothing but the festival to report upon. I see who you are, wench. <laughs> the woman just, her mouth just hangs open and just utter <laughs> bewildered rage you need to come with us as we go speak to the guard we have found out your secrets <laughs> are you out of your bloody mind you and that little dwarf too uh um, where's just... he at <laughs> <laughs> you see you see him um you see him like about maybe six yards away from the whole debacle and he's got an easel set up and he seems to be like painting like drawing something like drawing the the building and the scene. Aha! <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, I knew he was involved. Look, he's got proof. the easel with him. More <laughs> he, proof. He leans from around this canvas and says, "What? <laughs> I work for the Engravings Guild." Yes, that's what you say. We'll you see my, about that. You leave my associate out of this, and you leave my you leave those dirty accusations out of your mouth, or you'll hear from what? my barrister. Like oh, you didn't know. <laughs> what were what were you accusing these gentlemen of just a second ago? Well, then, so so intent on hiding the truth, I think they might be involved in the kidnapping. I think you're hiding the truth. You might be involved with the kidnapping. I am a seeker of truth. I am Faith Vazrak. And yeah, that means motive. what? <laughs> yeah, I would like to sense motive on that name. That's sure. not her real name, right? <laughs> she seems very sure that it's her real name. It's a seventeen. 25. I was citizen motive is if she is actually a seeker of truth, or if that felt like a uh, like she was puffing herself up. She she certainly believes it, mm. <laughs> but she's keenly aware that no one else does. <laughs> seeker of your version of truth, huh? And what are you, glory hound adventurers, doing up in here? Just rolling in, wrecking the place, robbing the apartment, wrecking. Well, well, you're the one that's out here harassing these gentlemen, trying to protect their home. And yes. you're out here harassing them. The men are like, yeah! That is right. All right, let's 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 cut away for a moment. Mm. Meanwhile, down the streets, uh, Ryan and Ulfbard make haste towards uh, the White Hyacinth Hospital, Hospice. Um, I, I make give me uh, give me survival checks and navigate. I'm with her then. Yeah. I assume. Okay. Cool. Yeah. 
I shouldn't have rolled that sense motive then. You you heard it as you were leaving. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you heard our yelling in the background. Assist you, and I do not. Okay. Uh, a fifteen then, because I've rolled uh, terrible. All right, you think you know where you're going, which and you you begin moving down the streets with um with as much as much caution or not trying to draw too much attention, but definitely with with speed. Uh, you cut down side street, side street. You see some stuff you don't actually recognize. <laughs> but eventually you write, your, you write yourself and you're back on the thoroughfare uh, that you know. Meanwhile, it's the, uh, the, the sun is sinking ever lower uh, on the horizon. And as you are heading toward the market district. Are we about to find a baby? <laughs> <laughs> which you were... Which you which you know on the other side of the this maybe 15 to 20 block expanse <laughs> the hospice lies you travel that your way you're basically moving the people who are trying to just trying to pack up for the evening uh, the streets are crowded people are t- talking amongst each other chummy they're ready to head home have their drinks have their supper but you guys are pushing through the crowd and drawing attention until finally you hear the child behind you go, Lady, I don't feel good. Oh, no. And then uh, his cries uh, start turning into sort of hissing squalls. I guess I have to kill a child now. Mm-hmm. Non-lethal. Non-lethal. Just choke him out. Apple. You know how easy it is to choke out a baby? You get the head right between your bicep and your forearm, and you just squeeze a little bit out like a light. Why do you know that? I mean, I was a babysitter once. <laughs> just once. I was, just I was once. a baby once. I was a baby. Old, I was weak and had as an older brother. And had an older brother. <laughs> All right. Um, beside her, uh, um, Offboard, you can see the the the, the burrito like papoose that she constructed to carry him in is morphing and like growing more violently, um, sh- or wiggling with more violent movement. And finally, you see what appears to be a claw pierced through the thick wool, as the child's face uh, is sort of turning pinkish gray, his eyes yellow, and then. Um, his irises open up and encompass almost the entirety of his eye, turning into black spheres. The child's largely uh, baby betoothed mouth is now filled with fangs. He's still speaking in um, like small child gibberish, but now it's all fear and anger and, uh, and, the, and he's trying desperately to claw his way free. Jeff, we may have made a mistake. Oh, we did. Again, I begin casting a spell. All right, what you doing? Uh, I am uh, going to rip the baby from my back and toss it. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I mean, I just don't want it to be on me. Yeah. It's... Go ahead and make a strength check to quickly undo the, or a dex check to quickly undo the, the bindings that you made. Dex or strength? Let's go with dex, unless you're just ready to, are literally trying to rip him off. Uh, I'm going to rip. All right. And that's an 18. 
All right, then yeah, you see her arms go back behind the papoose and they grab the the cloth and like just tear the the thick wool free. And an impressive, it's hard to tear thick wool blankets. Uh, an impressive display. She she tosses the baby away from her, or tosses the child away from her as he comes free, and you can see his body is entirely slowly uh, morphed into a massive rat. You just what threw you, a baby. What were you yeah, casting? Well. I summoned nature's ally. Um, <laughs> so stupid. Giant centipede. <laughs> Octopus. <laughs> Octopus. Uh, yeah, to grapple the baby. <laughs> I mean, they can breathe out of water, no problem. No, yeah. uh, not no problem. They still need to go back eventually, but eventually. Yeah, but this is the best one. So I have augment summoning. So with with the octopus, I can get a plus seven on my grapple check. <laughs> and at level three, I think that's pretty good. All right. Well, let's roll initiative then for you two. Uh, nineteen for me. Five. Uh, my pencil. There you go. All right. Rat boy found alive. Yeah, this is my weekly world news adventure, by the way. Un- until he was thrown against the wall by a paladin of Aristil. He wasn't thrown against the wall. He was just thrown. All right. Ryan, what would you get? 19. 19. Ulf. Five. And rat boy. Mm, okay. You're first, Ryan. The child uh... lands on the child lands on his feet. His, his his newly formed hackles raised and his long, um, thick, pink tail lashing uh, back and forth. Yeah, so like, uh... Uh... Kick it I am going boots. to... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, let, me, let me pause for a moment. Um, I don't know if you're aware of this particular combat rule, but if you're trying to do uh, non-lethal damage with a lethal weapon... It's a minus four to hit. Okay. Okay. Just making just making sure that's out there before we just yeah, start. Yeah, good to know. Appreciate right. that. Appreciate that. Let's see. I am going to quick draw my uh what's it called? <laughs> I know. This is not what I wanted. I didn't want this to happen. Frank's is so mad that he's not included in the initiative. Like, oh, I wanted to fight that baby. I was trying to mute myself because I tickled myself so hard when I was like, she kicks it with her iron boots. <laughs> I'm gonna quick draw my lucerne and I am going to attempt a non lethal swing All right. at this child. Go ahead and swing it 18 on the die, so that's 14 plus uh, 22. 14 is what you need to hit. Okay, then. <laughs> this poor thing. I feel bad. <laughs> that is a fucking max damage. <laughs> For 18. 18? Yeah, D12 plus 6. D12 plus 6, and I rolled a 12 on a D12. So 18. Okay. 
Um, you see her uh, throw throw the child. Uh, oh, if you see her throw the child off her, and in a fluid motion, she pulls out her lucerne, swings it around, and <laughs> gently brings the child. <laughs> 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 The, the creature, the creature, the horrible rat creature coughs, sputters for a moment, and then collapses uh, quickly, quick, quickly resuming his human form. Excellent. So now we can snatch it up and take it where we were going, right? Every so often, punch it to keep it unconscious. <laughs> hey. All right. So anyway, back to the, back to the arguments. So I, I guess I, I don't have to use that spell. Yeah, you, you can say you can stop your spell after you see this nonsense going on. <laughs> 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 an octopus to grapple a baby was weird. She just batted it like a baseball. She <laughs> 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 grabs it off her back, jumps in the air, and knocks it out of the park. Uh, gently, gently. Ooh, gently, gently, gently brings the child. Gently brings the child. <laughs> okay. I'm looking um, at a loose urn right now because I didn't know what one was. We it's a big long hammer. <laughs> Do not condone the actions of Rain and this kind of I mean, I just want to share this picture if anybody has not seen what a loose urn looks like. That's what she just struck a three-year-old with. <laughs> it, it's very much, yeah, it's very similar to like a clawed hammer that you use for construction with a spike off the top of it. Yeah. A long, like eight-foot shaft, six-foot, seven-foot shaft for the handle. Say yeah. shaft again, Jeff. To keep it shaft. away from me. But also. Shaft. Damn right. I love it. I lo- it was beautiful. <laughs> It's what needed to happen. All right. Great well, back job. At, back at the <laughs> argument. Excuse me. See, for some reason, you know, there for a little bit, I felt kind of anxious, but then a peace came upon me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like everything was all right. Just, <laughs> over, over the crowd, we heard the sound of a home run hit and pin Crack. Oh, we're good now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I gotta I gotta make a make a note. This child has a, a minus two imp- intelligence penalty forever. Yeah, it was she didn't hit it with silver. Yeah, it'll heal by the time you get to the hospital. Yeah. Actually, uh, you know, Toker, that he will heal fast. He will, he's not gonna stay out for long. That's what I said. You got to keep punching him in the face <laughs> while you're carrying him. Oh. Yeah, so we just haul ass. All right, you're gonna haul ass. But yeah, what are you guys doing at the uh, the tenement? The 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 reporter, I self-identified as Faith Vazrak of the Emerald Hill Gazette. We'll see what your editor has to say about this when you get turned into the guard for kidnapping a child. Actually, actually I, I go, oh, you know what? I am so sorry. I did not recognize you. You are what? that reporter. I am so sorry. Uh, the men you were just briefly on the side of look at you confused. I'm like, huh? 
And I, and I, I kind of like behind my back, put a little finger up in there, kind of just like wagging it back and forth real quick where she can't see it. And like, I didn't realize it was you. Is there anything that we can help you with? I am so sorry. You can tell You're... me what's going on. Well, I can tell you exactly what's been going on. These Here, men you... were trying, are trying to defend their house from someone when someone broke into it and uh, ran off with their kid. A voice interrupts you uh, uh, from across, from like six meters away. <laughs> the dwarf leans out from behind his uh, his his easel, like. You want me to draw that kid she was running away with? Every uh, She whips around to the door. What? <laughs> yeah, the one that left. She turns her head towards you. It's like, kid? Well, you were Did here you... to report a kidnapping, right? Did she have a goat? <laughs> <laughs> I missed that part. The, uh, the, <laughs> the, uh, the men began looking at you kind of suspicious, like, what's she mean, kid? Uh, I, I turn back to them and kind of just give them a wink. And it's I guess, like, yeah, you got to do a bluff check for that one. Yeah. <laughs> reset. Rolled a natural 20. Okay. Well, what? It, no matter what the men think your wink means, they don't seem to think it means anything hostile. So they're like, oh, not understanding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Acting like they understand when they're really going, whatever, let's just see this play out. Okay. <laughs> Taking a page from Ryan's book. She uh, <laughs> she says, get that easel together. We've got to get after them. She uh, pulls up her dress and her petticoats and all that other stuff. Says, and I, you know, excuse me, I've got to go. Non-helpful sons of bitches. Actually, wait. <laughs> I don't have time. I'm trying to find the truth of this situation. Have you ever thought that perhaps the truth of your suit, you finding the truth would hurt the people involved? The truth never hurts. <laughs> There's a whole saying about it. Yes, the truth always hurts. No, it's not how I heard it. Well, goodbye. No, no, hang on before you go. And I'm going to just try to <laughs> stand in her way and, and kind of block her path. Listen, Junior, this isn't like one of those meat cutes. We're not going to get together by the end of the film. <laughs> no, we're definitely not. You're not my type. Well, the dwarf I, I hear is available. I, I want you to. You don't look like you'd kick a baby at all. <laughs> have you ever thought about what your actions, what impact they will have on the family who's involved? Or is that just beyond your capabilities to empathize with someone else? My sympathy lies with the community, the safety of this city. Mm. I have no argument. <laughs> she says, well, then I'm going. And then she goes. Not I that you're like grab her or anything. I'll, I'll turn back to the gentleman and kind of like, come on upstairs, uh, come, on up, come on up to the stoop again and let me tell y'all something. All right, what are you telling them? Uh, I tell them, actually, y'all just, uh, I, I will tell them y'all have actually done a great deed this day. You kept that young la that young lady from interfering. And yes, she when they said that we, um, a child left here, she was, um, the dwarf was correct. We found the child 
and we're trying to uh, we were trying to get the child back to his mother to the, at the hospital. Oh, that's the reason okay. why we were that's the reason why we were trying to distract her so they they could get there as soon as possible. The men look and y'all, relieved, and y'all did a relieved. great deed. The men look relieved, and then and then one of them finally just says what they're all thinking, like, "Oh, thank God, my wife will leave me alone about this." <laughs> Keep, Meanwhile, keep, any, keep anybody but from the watch from entering their apartment, please. Of course. But um, you should be cautious with your own children. <laughs> they look at you like kind of mm-hmm. terrified now. Like, what? Why? Sounded like a threat. Uh, I'll look at him and I was like, what my companion means is like normal. Don't yes. let your children um, leave, um, play by themselves. Make sure that there's always an adult around with them just to keep an eye out on them. Just the normal precautions. Well, only this point, your friend's pretty weird. Yeah. yeah. Don't leave town. You have no idea. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Meanwhile, on the other side of town, you guys are taking the unconscious child. Uh, who's carrying him now? Still her. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> yeah. The blanket you had him wrapped in is pretty much pretty much shredded at this point. So how are how are you you're getting him about? I also have a blanket. I you use your uh Yeah, your I'll rewrap him. All right, you use your own bedroll to wrap the child again and head head down, keep heading out of the uh the market area. The market area incidentally saw a lot saw all this. And, like some of them are like perplexed, some of them are like outraged, some of them are, like just didn't know what was going on. And so you actually have kind of a small crowd following you. Mostly, most of them seem to be like curious onlookers, like chasing you down. Some of them seem to be angry, like they saw you hit a child or they saw you hit something and turn into a child. Or they saw a child hit the ground and they don't know what the hell's going on. And so now you have a little, a little, a little wagon train of <laughs> locals. I shout over my shoulder, mind your business as I run. <laughs> As I run, that's werewolf all. baby, werewolf <laughs> baby coming through. All right, just mind and your um, that's all just mind your business. Mind your business. That's all just mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> you hear a snort and a hiss, and I need you to make a strength check or a grapple check, whichever one you feel. I like strength. Uh, that is a nineteen. All right, um, the child begins to transform again in in the in the early moonlight. And you're able to just wrap the, t- the, t- the, the bedroll tighter. His, his uh, rat-like head snapping at the edges of the top of the, um, the bundle as you make your way <laughs> through the streets. And some of the people who are following you suddenly like, break off real quick after seeing that. But a few continue. And uh, eventually you guys get to the hospice once again. Once you get there, the, um, your grip is becoming... Uh, more difficult to maintain as the creature grows more powerful in the moonlight and lashing around. I'm, I'm picturing the uh, the Ace Ventura scene where he's running with the great white bat. <laughs> Just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they open the doors quickly as they see you approach. The, uh, some of the, the, the more higher up uh, nurses and doctors here at the hospice are waiting for you. And you see that the... Um, the child's mother and her two other children are in the um, the waiting area as well. 
um, you they basically usher you past and you blow right past them. The mother, uh, the nurses, the other two children all fall behind. And finally, you see an orderly opening a door and just pointing the pointing toward the inside of it. When you get there, you see that it's a small room with no windows. What are you doing? Wait, what? Now you throw the baby against Yeah, him. I'm confused. What? Uh, he, he's just saying that it's basically a, like a padded cell that you can throw the, a child into. Oh, yeah. Toss the kid in there. All right. You toss the bundle. Still wrapped up. All right. You toss the bundle inside the room. The orderly slams it. And you see that they put some bricks in front of the door and they lock it. And then you and then you hear it. Finally, the, ch- the child, the were-rat child, is going utterly wild, uh, s- scratching and clawing, snarling, hissing all over the place. Uh, his mother is absolutely distraught with uh, like just just horror, basically. Um, the two children are hugging each other and crying. And the doctors say, well, you've, you've done an amazing thing today. Uh, I don't suppose you know a good curse breaker, though. I don't know. I'm not sure a child can survive eating wolfsbane. How long has it been since uh, since my face got fixed? Uh, a day, less than a day. Less than a day. You think he might still be around? I mentioned that. I mentioned. Uh, I mentioned the large person that oh, fixed Lord, my face. You mentioned Lord Eichenboom, and then everybody suddenly like their eyes grow wide with respect, like you, assuming that you know him. I mean. You know, and they, and they supposed to have already, they were supposed to have already got, got in touch with the temple because that was one of the first things I said before we left. Yeah, I let them know that he shook this very hand. <laughs> oh my god, they're they're very very impressed because <laughs> he's a big, <laughs> he's a big damn deal around here. Uh, they they uh, they say, well, that's amazing. Um, We'll try to sort this out. Um, I need you to make a diplomacy check, Ryan. Give me two. Can I assist her with this? Sure. I like the mental picture of Wraith and Fidelis leaning against the wall talking to those guys like, man, that was close. Everything's fine. (laughs) In her scenes of her struggling with this baby. And we're just chilling like, yeah, good job. Pulled so out, first... pulled, pulled out my little cigarello, smoking it. Going, yeah, we get, we did good. All right. The what first you... one was a nineteen. All right. With, uh, with the assist. Um, are you, are you assisting on the second one? Yes. Okay, so that is seventeen for the second one. Okay. You two, let me just fast forward a bit. You two, um, do a little do a little bit of diplomatic talking with both the temple and the watch. Uh, you're able to find Lord Eichenboom. Yes, definitely. And once he sees you, he smiles, remembering you. He's like, there you are, my dear. Uh, and once you make your case to him that this child would not survive um, the incredibly poisonous effects of Wolfsbane uh, to try to, to be healed from the curse, he is more than happy to lend his assistance. Uh, so fast cut to there. You guys from, uh, let's see. Excuse me, sorry. Fidelis and Wraith. Yeah, thank you. Fidelis and Wraith. I'm, I'm still getting used you to your character, character names. Fidelis and Wraith, once you arrive back at the hospice, like um, feeling pretty satisfied, you see that there's an enormous crowd <laughs> outside. And um, 
<laughs> when, once you get there, you also find your, at the back of the crowd, you find um, you find Faith Vazrak and her uh, and her, her engraver at the back, trying to push their way through. But they're not they're not having any of it. She's like the, calling out questions to the the staff. Um, and when she sees you, you see her make a just a very angry, sour face. She's like, "This is your fault. If you hadn't distracted me, I would have gotten here." Oh no! You don't say. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> the door, the doors of the uh, the hospice opens up, and you see probably one of the largest humans you've ever seen in your life walk out. Oh good God! <laughs> <laughs> um, Sir Eichenboom steps out uh, in his, in his. He's basically wearing a tabard and and like is just some casual traveling clothes. He's like, folks, folks, there's nothing here to see. I just came here to visit a sick friend of mine and maybe help them out a little. So if we could all just disperse, nothing has gone on here. And his his beaming smile and um, award-winning personality uh, <laughs> just basically instantly sways the crowd. And they begin, they calm down. And then he's like, and you see him like look over the crowd at everybody. He's like, oh, he holds up the hand. Miss Vazrak, I cannot talk to you this evening. I'm very sorry. <laughs> 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 you oh. see her grow even more angry at you guys. I'm sorry, ma'am. I did not know that you were friends with Miss uh, with Sir Eichenboom. <laughs> friends. <laughs> <laughs> He's been denying me. He's been denying me interviews since we started the paper. We'll, we'll we'll make our way towards the front. Um, you two. Um. Ryan, and, we'll, and when we get close to him, I will actually bow deeply. No, no, none of that. Come on, we're all, we're all civilians here. We're not, we're not doing any great deeds here on the street. <laughs> well, oh, no, I take it back. Yeah, you see that he he has your other companions following behind him, and he says, uh, "The four of you have done a good work today. You've done an amazing work. You found a child that needed help and a man that needed help, and and." And that should be rewarded. Um, he begins like looking through one of his pouches, like, "I have an armorer that can help you out if you need anything." He leans in, specialized. Oh. <laughs> I think we might have a problem with pests in the city, which I cannot handle right now. If you don't know, that's actually. I could make it worth your while to look into it while I go deal with Traders Fork. Sure. So, my sir, if you will help the, if, we, if you will help our former community, gladly will we help you. Wonderful, yes, very much so. He gives you, um, he gives you a, a calling card and says, just go to the, just go to any one of these armorers in in the town, hand them my card, and they will set you up with whatever gear you need to take on this um, threat. That is most generous, sir. It's not sir generous. Knight. It's pra- It's pragmatic. And I like making sure people who are good are rewarded with good things. But I have to be heading out. We've got a long trip. We've got a, we a long trip overnight. We're not going to be resting. He uh, he leans over to you and says, "And it was wonderful to meet you, Miss Ryan. Was it correct, Ryan?" He smiles, and you see he's got like kind of a blush on his face, and he's like, "Oh." <laughs> Just, just like four red lines on his cheeks. Yeah, he's got the anime <laughs> blush. He's like, it was, it was nice. 
I've got to go. <laughs> and then he heads off. <laughs> Followed by his numerous hangers-ons and assistants. And um, you see v- Miss Faith Vazrak following at a distance just in case. Although she shoots you guys kind of an evil look as you head on. I wave with a cheery smile. <laughs> okay. Miss um, Garwell... Uh, comes out and uh, you see her she's crying again but these times tears of joy her husband and her child have been both healed found and restored from the horrible curse that you found them under and she uh, she hugs each one of you um, in, a, in, a, in a strong and very messy way yes <laughs> says, yes dear. yes yes it is fine is it Wait. more snot she, she seems to be like just uh, beside herself that she has nothing to reward you with herself, but... Please, no, no. Think nothing ever, of it. If you ever need, need her for anything, she is more than available for you. What skills do you possess? <laughs> I, am a ni- I am a 19th level wizard specializing in crafting <laughs> magical items. Phenomenal. Um, I'll actually tell her that... She says um, she's a part-time seamstress. <laughs> oh. To, to, Let me get your number. Uh, tell her that she needs to say thank you to her um, neighbors because they were looking out for her family. And trying to protect their privacy. She assures you she will, and she thanks you, and she then she immediately grabs her children and begins heading back toward the rest of her family as they re- recover. All right, so... You you may need to see a carpenter about your door, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> it was that reporter lady. Yes. <laughs> now, now. Honesty is important. It was right. him. But... <laughs> Uh, Ryan, Ryan, and the rest. If you got the hint, though, it seems Lord uh, Sir Eichenboom wants you to look into this were rat problem. What? I didn't. Even, the, I, I didn't get that. That, I didn't was, get that at all. That's actually <laughs> going to be my next suggestion. Actually. Yes. Yes. Let's. All right. Well, it's already though late in the evening, though. So, uh, when you retire back to the temple and make plans for the next day, you. Um, you find yourself uh, feeling pretty good. It's you've done a lot, and it's only been in a short time here in Emerald Hill, and, and already gotten a little bit of acclaim out of it. Terrence, yeah, and potentially I actually a go, new bow. I actually go by <laughs> the uh, guardhouse and fill out a report and turn it in about what happened. Alrighty, cool. They are more than happy to hear your report. Uh, the, the 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 watch captain is just bewildered that you're willing to put in this kind of effort. It's like none of my other men do this. Are you sure you don't want a steady job? Well, this was this was one of those things where an independent is what was needed for this situation. That's yeah. the reason why I asked to stay independent. He's like, well, independent or not, he, he he reaches into his desk and pulls out a leather folder and slides it across the table to you. I had something made up for you just in case. Uh, I'll, I'll go. Oh, I'll glance through it. Uh, you see it, it appears in paperwork and a badge, and it has your name on it with the name Consulting Detective. Okay. We got authority up in this bitch now. So mm-hmm. if, if needed, I'll, yeah. I'll look at him and I'll actually go, I will try not to use this as much as possible. It is, of but course, I do appreciate it. It is, of course, provisional, and if we find out you're abusing it, we will uh, throw you in prison for a long time. <laughs> just, <laughs> just uh, well, I should tell him. He's using oh, it to get free hot dogs at the cart. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Just heads up. 
we were, uh, it was recommended that we look into a certain uh, pest problem. Yes. And I, I'll, I'll look at the report that I just handed him and kind of, kind of run my hand underneath the lycanthrope part of it. He, he, he nods and says, off the record. This pest, Absolutely. This, press, this pest problem is it might be a bit more pervasive than his lordship thinks. And then he begins to explain stuff to you, which I will explain to you next time. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Yo, that was that was fun. That was like a two episode to be continued situation. I liked it. We wrapped it up <laughs> and there's still a big arc happening. Good job, Terrence. And we this kicked is- a fucking baby. It was a <laughs> baby. Um, I didn't kick the baby. Yeah, no, I kicked did. the baby. That, no, that I actually was a lot of fun. That was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. I've never did a, uh, what's the elaborate? He tossed a baby in the air, but instead, <laughs> of, instead of a gremlin catching it. You batted it with a fucking baby. <laughs> <laughs> this time, the baby had the huge unit. Not David Bowie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, big oh. dick baby. That's, uh... <laughs> we were watching, uh, what was it? Um, uh, Mass Singer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was making a joke about big dick baby being a, um, <laughs> turned down costume that one of the people were trying to wear on stage. It's like this week we've got you know sexy cactus and uh, weird owls and big dick baby <laughs> <laughs> singing tonight. Yeah, well, I don't know if you do. I don't know if you do uh, titles for these episodes, but that needs to be the title for it. I don't big know if I want to spoil it, big baby. I don't, I don't think that it. should be a title. I don't. No, people are going to click on that, actually. Yeah, we might attract the wrong crowd with that. Yeah. Frank's is worried about who we're attracting. And I'm like, I don't want to give the joke away. <laughs> that's that's, that's premium content. That's a spoiler. <laughs> I, I don't want to attract any legal attention either. If, could, if the title could just be in the font of Always Sunny in Philadelphia, it would just be The Gang Fights a Baby. Yes. <laughs> like, I thought just call it The a, Gang Fights a Baby. I thought just they were playing a good campaign now. I was like, well, <laughs> we are, but... <laughs> Sometimes you, realize, you just gotta slap a child toss a kid. <laughs> Do you realize, in our evil campaign, we never once struck a baby. Not once. Very <laughs> You're more reserved <laughs> as the evil guys. We're three episodes in and we're <laughs> back in babies with horn hammers and shit. <laughs> I can't get that picture out of my head. Grab, toss, out of the park. <laughs> Rip, toss, smack. Yeah, oh, thank a... you guys. I have not laughed so much <laughs> in a Yay. while. So my dream's not going to come true. I dreamt last night that y'all kicked me out of this group. What? <laughs> I was nope. angry. You beating the shit out of a baby got you right back in. <laughs> yes. You're locked you're, in. You're in for life now. Yay. <laughs> when you said my dream's not going to come true, I was like, if you want to go, Mahogany, you go. If that's your dream, you don't want to stand in the way of it. But don't leave. <laughs> No, no, she she achieved her dream, beating the we... kid without any repercussions. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll, see after the epi- we'll see after the episode airs. <laughs> what are you, um, Bing Crosby? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>
let's see how how steep uh, our Patreon gets cut when uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the gang fights babies is their newest episode. Oh my god! <laughs> All my friends and family will be like, "Yeah, I just can't keep giving him five dollars a month. <laughs> uh, he's fighting babies and shit." That's For me, bad. three three years old was the compromise. Like I wanted to make it a nine month old. Oh, <laughs> oh no, no, no. Uh, but like, part of me is like, no, come on. It needs to be able to walk at least. Yeah. <laughs> totter. It needs to be able Say to Say something endearing. Yeah. yeah. No, I could e- I could easily envision a three year old trying um get leave, leaving his mom in a market and running hold down. Hold on, hold on. Uh, Mahogany said, "As long as it can say something endearing, is that so? You would stop attacking the baby? <laughs> so the nine month old had no chance. If he yeah. couldn't formulate a verbal, please <laughs> stop response. Rain would have just went full on wrath just, of the the mighty." Well, I was waiting for her to take the blanket and just slam it against the wall like a, you know, like a no. pillow sack. Like, like, like the, that in the last the movie. That's horrible. Well, it's still non-lethal. You just say non-lethal. <laughs> just say the word non-lethal. Non-lethal. Wasn't it like a, uh, what's that show? God, I can see it so clear in my head with Eagly and fucking <laughs> Peacemaker. Yeah, Peacemaker. The one dude was like, oh, these people aren't dead, but like they actually were. Or was it something else? I'll, you might be thinking of the uh, the Batman sketch. Always funny. Yeah, the Batman where he's like, they're just sleeping and he's like, uh, darts into their neck. He's got a bad Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Look at this little guy. He's all tuckered out. But yeah, you might be right about Peacemaker too. I guess this is just a reason to watch that show again. It's so good. I, I was, was just thinking how like I never rewatch stuff because in this day and age, there's always something new yeah, always to watch. New. So I don't rewatch things anymore. But it makes it like when I if I do rewatch it again, it's like oh, this is new to me again. Yeah. Also, you're good enough to be watched twice. Should be like an award at Oscars <laughs> and shit now. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> so nice I watched it twice alright so uh, are we doing calls to action or are we just saying goodbye I mean Bye. if people are around this long they know they know we're at there's a, there's a link below for our website just go there and yeah, instead of banter being at the beginning the banter was at the end true <laughs> so yeah, Blade's I, not coming out until November but I do want to say if you're if you're jonesing for the lady outside and Jeb and Zarius and uh, Cybot. They'll be back. They'll mm-hmm. be back. Yeah. With more Maybe. fun, crazy adventures. <laughs> I'm really enjoying this group. I am too. I'm having fun with it, yeah. But when we when this group gets boring, hey, we'll be yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back. We'll go back to the then we'll get one. to go do some real evil. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, that's enough.